This is the World Industrial News for Tuesday, January 17th. Brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part six of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid. Where do the benefits come from? The biggest benefit is keeping the lights on. If you look at some of the mitigation measures we're taking against uh, the, the wildfires, part of those would be undergrounding transmission lines, which will take years, if not decades. Part of it is putting smaller grids in the local cities where you can generate power for the important, the hospitals, the schools, the uh, police, etc. But everybody needs to have those kinds of functionalities. And so when we start looking at those kinds of functionalities, they'll be supported by more intelligence from the grid. The key is to generate the power we need to implement those functionality. We need to better manage this value, this intermittent power that we get from the solar and the wind. Because sometimes the sun just doesn't shine. Sometimes it actually gets clouded, uh, sometimes by smoke, and sometimes the wind doesn't blow. And that's not necessarily at the same time people need power and they don't need power. So this whole thing has to be better balanced. And as I was saying earlier, the grid communicates amongst its members at the speed of light. And so no matter how you think of the political boundaries of the power grid, Everything is connected together, and what this bill is clearly showing is that they now realize that not only are all the aspects of the grid connected together, but aspects of other things like water is part of the same equation because water desalination or any kind of purity water takes energy for it to run. Similar on sewer, similar on transportation. So these are all connected. The project that addresses these problems is a very large scope project. Thanks for bringing in the water energy nexus, Pat. I appreciate that. And and again, it's so refreshing to hear such a clear and concise uh, vision of what's happening here um, in the U.S. when it comes to the grid. It's it's just it's a remarkable opportunity, as you mentioned. And 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 if we can focus on that for a second, Mona. Can you walk us through, you know, let's follow the funds a bit. How can companies capitalize on this bill and modernizing the grid? To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. There's still time to register for Industrial Info's 2023 Industrial Market Outlook. The complimentary event is being held tomorrow, January 18th, at the Sugarland Marriott in the Sugarland Town Square. IIR's experts will discuss upcoming trends and challenges that could impact project spending over the next year. Following the presentations, join us for a special networking event. For more information, go to industrialinfo.com. 
A somewhat unusual response greeted a draft rule proposing tougher emission standards for fine particle pollution, also known as PM 2.5, issued on January 6th by the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. Not surprisingly, industry groups criticized the draft rule, saying tightening the emission standards was unnecessary and costly. The support for the move expressed by some environmental groups was not unusual. But in an interesting twist for a president committed to environmental justice, the draft rule was criticized by some academics and public health, environmental and environmental justice groups as not going far enough. While South Dakota presently doesn't boast much utility-scale solar development, that is soon to change. National Grid PLC last week announced that construction has begun on what will be the state's largest solar facility. But for National Grid, the project is just the tip of the iceberg for its U.S. undertakings. Industrial Info is tracking more than $10.6 billion worth of active National Grid projects in the U.S. A rapid rollout of small nuclear reactors in the U.K. looks unlikely following reports that the government will now delay a decision on vital funding for at least a year. A funding deal to help companies develop technology and sites was expected to be in place in the coming months. But according to the reports from the Times newspaper, a row over the spiraling cost of existing nuclear power projects will set back a funding decision for SMRs by a year. And the 745-megawatt Atucha II nuclear power plant located in the province of Buenos Aires in Argentina is out of service for an undetermined amount of time due to a reactor mechanical failure. The pressurized water reactor was manually shuttered in October of 2022 due to failures detected in the steam turbine. During inspections, it was determined that one of the reactor's four internal supports was loose and had had fallen to the bottom of the vessel. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.